Good evening, Demon fans, and welcome back to the Demon Land podcast. My name is Andy, and well, some might call it an honourable loss. Others might more accurately call it an opportunity lost. Uh, We had our chance to snatch an unlikely victory against the odds in one of the game's uh, biggest fortresses, but our own inaccuracy and inefficiency was once again our biggest enemy, and we were slayed at the final stretch. Uh, Where to from here? Is the season over? We'll talk more. We'll talk about all that and more on tonight's show. And to do just that, I'm joined once again uh, by my co-host Grape Viney. And Grape Viney, is it time to look towards season 2020 and beyond? Can we salvage anything uh, from the wreckage of season 2019? Uh, potentially, Andy. Good evening. Um, because I'm just waiting to hear back from Victoria Police, actually. <laughs> I reported a robbery uh, on Friday night at about 10:30. Um, so I'm just uh, waiting to see uh, what the what the cops have found out about uh, what the umpires got up to the other night. Can it really be called a robbery uh, when you leave your door totally unlocked? <laughs> you leave the keys out there, uh, the keys on top of your car. Uh, uh, look, it was a big sign out the front saying, saying uh, "Rob me." Goods inside. <laughs> It's, you know, I, I did think we were robbed by the... Look, you have a look at the uh, free kick stats and it's even Stevens uh, just about. But, but, uh, umpire... And I, I don't like to blame the umpires. I do like to blame the umpires, but no. it wasn't they, everything. They had a, there's no doubt they had an impact on the outcome. Yep. There were, you know, those three or four decisions and non-decisions which were really crucial. But as you say, we shouldn't have been in that position uh, for it to impact the game, uh, we should have um, the the gate should have been shut uh, well before three quarter time probably. So as the commentators kept promising during the night, it's going to come back and uh, bite Melbourne on the bum, and it did. And uh, that can that karma can come back in many ways, and it just happened to come back through the umpires the other night. It's it certainly did, and we will uh, talk a little bit more about that in a particular particular incidence. Um, I'll just uh, do some housekeeping here. If you'd like to join our program tonight uh, to discuss anything, any topics we talk about, just want to get on and vent uh, anything you like, you can give us a call on zero three nine zero one six three triple six at zero three nine zero one six three triple six or Skype us at Demonland thirty one. We love to hear from other Demonlanders, other Demon fans, fans of the podcast. Um, yeah, if you do like want to vent and you don't have anyone in your life you can vent to, uh, vent to us. Uh, we love hearing it. Uh, if you're listening to this show later on on sound via SoundCloud on Demonland.com or via iTunes or an Android podcasting app, be sure to subscribe. Uh, you'll receive updates uh, when a new show drops. Uh, don't forget to leave us favourable reviews and it, that certainly does help more people find us. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Demonland31, Twitter at Demonland, Instagram at Demonland31. Search for us on YouTube um, and uh, you can listen to some of the interviews we've conducted with current and past players and coaches. Uh, our last week's interview with uh, Jaden Hunt's up there, so um, check that out. Uh, if you just love talking about the Ds 24-7, join up to Demonland.com and chat with us and other Demon fans uh, from all around the world. Speaking of Jaden Hunt, um, DV8 has bumped a post, a training thread from January um, 18th of January, and where he actually asked the question, could Hunt play out of a forward pocket? 
So uh, DV8 was right on the money a few months ago and because that move's working, isn't it? And what, Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that in one sec. But what's interesting is the, the interview we did with Jaden last week. He did mention that he wasn't training with the forwards uh, throughout pre-season. He was mm. training with the backs. Um, and then I think just prior to the – did he play in the first JLT up forward or was it the second? I can't, I can't remember, but – he was given some yeah, no, I time. Think he, I think he started, I think his first game might have been down back. Yeah. 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 Um, how amazing uh, was he on on Friday night? Uh, one of our, our better players and he's yeah, really I improving week to week. probably in the best three uh, because he was he was consistent throughout the night um, from very early on and he's, he's proving to be a, uh, a, a really good link-up player too across half forward. Um. There was a fantastic piece of play. We've got it uh, as the video of the week on the homepage of demonland.com. Uh, it is uh, that link-up play throughout through that we sort of just controlled the ball through the middle, ha- linking handballs, um, and he was a part of that. I think he did a, a one-two uh, and ran down the ground to get it back um, and kicked a beautiful goal, nearly got tripped over by Petrarca on the way through. Um, yes. <laughs> but he's been amazing, and we we're talking before the show about uh, you know some of his work up the ground and in the forward line, and you know we'd, at the at the moment we'd love to have two players like him, as I said, one up the ground and one in the in deep in the forward line because he's uh, hitting the scoreboard as well. Uh, I think now he's our leading goal kicker, uh, having kicked two goals on the weekend, mm. and he was just behind um, Milksham prior to this game. Um, yep. You wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have bet on that at the start of the year, would you? Well, DV eight, uh, Demon Poster, obviously. Unless you were DV eight, <laughs> yes, of course. Um, but, uh, you talk about the link-up play, and uh, there were a number of, well, for for quite a, a majority of uh, Friday night's game, it was almost the Melbourne of two thousand and eighteen. Uh, the the quick movement of the ball, the chains of hand passes, and good running. Um, and it it uh, yeah it seemed to be seemed to be back, didn't it? It did seem to be back. Still falling. The polish was there. There was a lot more polish than we've seen all year. There were some uh, putrid stuff, as some people on Demonland have said. But there was um, it, it was for me. It was a mixture of good and bad. Wasn't yeah, it? but there was more good. There was more of that feeling of um, season twenty eighteen. Um, but once again, we. Fell over by you know not being able to uh, score goals, uh, whether it was from inaccuracy or whether it was kicked into the forward line and just rushed right back out. Because we, again, we had twenty more inside fifties. I think it was about twenty more. Um, what was the inside fifties? Sixty-two to forty-seven. So just under under twenty more. It's a lot to not then you know again. <laughs> did well, not say, kick a winning score. Some of, the, some of those final kicks into the 50 were just atrocious and others where we were able to have a shot on goal and, uh, uh, you know, T-Mac, Petraka, Garlett uh, weren't able to take um, what were some relatively easy opportunities. Um, so it cost us in T- the end. T-Mac's first quarter was sensational. He was getting the ball everywhere, obviously not then... Uh, kicking goals, but he, he was taking marks. He, he looked to be everywhere, yep. but he sort of faded out a bit out of the game later on. Um, yeah, we sort of are lacking um, a goal scorer, a, a T-Mac from last year, a, a, dare I say, Jesse, a Jesse Hogan. Um, 
nothing we can do about that one, obviously, but um, we just are lacking. Do you, do you think, did they, did they make a mistake not playing Proust in the, in the game? Uh, the sort of mixed feelings on that one. Um, no, we played I, I Tim Smith so because um, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, Max was just about, dominant. Yeah, was close to being Bag. I know he didn't get the full coaches' votes, but those coaches' votes would have been different had we won, and Max probably would have been best on ground. But um, I, I thought the forward line functioned pretty well, all things considered. Um, and obviously until Tim Smith went off. Um, so would sort of Proust have made much of a difference? I, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There, there's, a, there's definitely a belief on Demonland that he is some kind of saviour <laughs> um, or the messiah and, and that if he was selected in the team that all of our troubles would magically disappear. But I, I don't, I don't think No, I don't think so. But, um, you know, in every game he's kicked two goals and the Rezies the last two weeks, which uh, is obviously a different standard to, to um, the seniors, but he's kicked two in them. So he is hitting the scoreboard as well as being able to help Max out. Max didn't need the help this week. There was the worry that maybe having two Ruckman uh, go at him for the whole game might be problematic. It wasn't. He absolutely destroyed both of them. Um, didn't didn't love, as most, um, most of the uh, commentators didn't love, the treatment that he got after that goal, uh, after that mark uh, from uh, Ryan, I think Liam Ryan. Uh, what did you think of that? Um, obviously, it's not not a great uh, look, but I know. Well, someone started a thread saying yeah. that people should, have, uh, you know, his teammates should have stuck up for him. But uh, Oscar and someone else did drag, um, you know, did drag them off. But yeah, they did a little that, push. <laughs> Sorry, little push and shove, but not not much aggression. No, they didn't do much, but <laughs> look, it was a crucial stage of the game, and you want the players to be focused on the ball at that stage. Yeah, you don't want to give away a, a um, double than, double I mean, goal. Look, giving away a fifty wouldn't have done anything. No, then, but, but a double goal, there's always that. Uh, don't lose your call yeah. at the time of the game when you require the most composure. We have enough trouble with composure as it is, so. Stay focused. I, I didn't. Um, I, I didn't think there was too much in that. Well, there was a call early in the year when uh, Port Adelaide sort of roughed Max up a bit. That that um, you know, no one was coming to his aid, and I think uh, it was sort of that same thing that people were saying this week. You know, should they? But as you said, you've got to have a cool head in that uh, time. You know, um, you go jumper punching now, and your hand accidentally slips, and you get someone in the face, and then you get a week. Well, and then and then especially then if you're going to meltdown about being undisciplined. <laughs> so you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't on the board. And we don't have any current Brownlow medalists playing, so they would get a week. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's look, the way it works. You know, if we if the score line was uh, a bit different, they. 13-7, and if you know we were nine fifteen, if we had kicked fifteen nine, um, you know we'd be talking a different talk uh, this week. But uh, what do we? T- let's talk about the yips in front of goal. Uh, Petraka, what's wrong? Is it? Is it? Is it in the head? I mean, it's not skill. Surely it's not skill. It looks well, like skill because he's dropping it high. Technique and that is the ball drop is very high. But that wasn't um, like that. All how what's happened? That he's doing that again. No, uh, look, he's definitely from? got the yips now, and it's become such a torturous process for him that uh, you know it, um, each kick is is progressively 
significantly worse than the last. I mean, he's, he's, he's finding um, incredible ways to spray it from uh, pretty pretty close in. So um, he's got a, a thing in his head now. And you'd think that, I mean, he has kicked the odd goal in between, mainly, um, but they're mainly all, on the run. They're all either on the run or from very long out where he has a bigger arc on the foot yeah, and he, which he is, kicks is it fine. differently. You'd think that getting the odd goal or two would then look after the mental demons of the next set shot, but it hasn't transpired that way. So um, I, I don't know. Look, players, have, it's happened before. Remember, I think Nick Rewalt had a year or perhaps even longer where um, he couldn't kick straight. And uh, uh, is it Jack Billings at St Kilda? Yeah, last had a shock, year? shocker um, year last year, yeah. Uh, and is now sort of um, apparently putting them through. So it happens. Um what do you do to to get out of it? I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, is it is it? People are saying you know it's all in the head. Uh, do you, do you get someone in uh, to sort of sort that out? With I don't know. Well, what, sure do you either get I'm a sure psychologist? Yeah. In, Look, I'm uh, sure they've done stuff already um, like that. Um, or does that make I, it worse? I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. I just saw somewhere in the post-match thread that uh, someone said that there was eight frees to one, if we're going to talk about the umpiring, uh, eight frees to one to the Eagles in the last quarter. Um, Yes, and perhaps that did uh, have an impact. I actually thought we had the run of the umpires for the, well, I didn't notice them. I did notice them, actually, and I thought they were probably favouring us. Um, it turned late in the third quarter when, was it Kennedy going for that unrealistic mark and kicked Oscar in the back? Yeah, he just kicked him in the back or kneed him in the back. Didn't didn't even really have his arms up. So it was one of those times when if you're having a genuine crack at a mark, they sort of let those things go. But, you know, he didn't even get near it. And I think if you don't get near it, that's got to be a free. And I I bet you if, if one of our players had done that and the crowd had, you know, gone up and gone mental uh, as they do there it might have been a free kick against us now what did you think of the um, uh, the Tim Smith uh, incident uh, where he he assumed that there was a free kick um, he, he didn't hear a whistle but I guess he he looked at the the, the contest and, and and sort of gave the free kick in his head and he just stopped uh, got tackled by um, uh, who tackled him was it uh, Jetta. Jetta tackles him, a uh, dangerous tackle. Uh, ended up getting suspended for a week for that tackle, but it's, you know, he got a free kick for that. So it's it's one of those which things turned where. In, which turned into a goal. Turned into so a goal. Was, it was a 12 point play. Look, yeah. it was. Look, umpires make mistakes, and that was an obvious. It was a howler. Um, but unfortunately, it happens. There are lessons there for everyone. Um, players should keep playing. Uh, players should do what they're meant to do, and that's play, and let the umpires do the umpiring. So play until you hear the whistle, um, which is a, a common refrain in, in soccer as well. Um, but I did read, um, in, I think in the post-match thread, that someone had gone back and looked at it, and the umpire, um, while he may have called play on, he wasn't gesturing with his arms. And so Smith, I think Tim Smith was looking at the umpire and not and didn't get that visual cue, um, so 
um, perhaps the umpire is also partly at fault for not um, not being more demonstrative um, in calling play on. But are you, um, are you saying that he was uh, he was talking like a little girl? Uh, you don't want to yes. say that. You might get a week uh, off that of that. Or he was an effing cheat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which plenty well, of people have alleged. I know there's a, a seven-page thread now about the umpires, but look, that was a howler. Um, there was the obvious throw um, at the top of the goal square, um, which then led to the Sheed goal. But, that, you know, unfortunately, the game is full of that, yeah. um, of those kinds of mistakes, and sometimes they fall your way and sometimes they don't, and we were just really unlucky the other night that, you know, there were close to a handful of them that uh, that really had a bearing on, on goals. Um, there's also the factor, the crowd factor in, in that not hearing the umpire because it's very noisy there. Uh, I mentioned this last year when I went over to, to Perth. It's one of the loudest uh, grounds I've ever been to. I've been to 80,000, 90,000, at the G and the 60,000 there, there was 55 the other night, is the loudest I've ever heard any ground ever. Um, so that could have played yeah. a factor in But look, that. you know, you can talk about the umpires all you want. I look back to, and you don't want to single out individual players, but, you know, you look back to this very first, um, the very first bounce of the final quarter, and we should have had an absolute roll goal clearance there um, straight down Oliver's throat, and um, and he fluffed it. Uh, so instead of you know um, potentially putting a bit of scoreboard pressure on really early in the in the final quarter, um, another Oliver mistake a few seconds later led to led to the West Coast goal. So we've only got ourselves to blame. You know, uh, you can talk about the umpiring all night, but. Uh, um, that's out of out of our control. Well, let's talk about Oliver for a second. Uh, some people on Demonland suggesting uh, perhaps the the surgeries he's had to his shoulders hasn't helped him uh, in terms of his accuracy and being able to hit. You know, he's obviously being able to get the ball. We've seen that in his possession counts, but he he's not really hitting the targets like he was. Um, you know, perhaps he's he's uh, t- trying to hurry too much at times. And um, it's causing him to, to miss targets. Uh, he's not a dead-eyed dick Look, as that, he was. That, that second error in that passage of play where he tried to handle the Jones, I mean, there, there was like a rocket, yep. which um, no one would have had the reflexes to take. So, look, his disposal, we've mentioned already this uh, on the podcast this year, isn't up to the standard that it was last year. But... Um, yeah, he's he's not the he's not a uh, um, high on the list of worries, is he, Clayton Oliver? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> he's not one on the on, in, in the crosshairs to be dropped uh, by any means. Uh, but look, his kicking inside fifty is as bad as anyone else's, though. Yeah, um, we, we talked that about that last week. The stats were there to prove it. You handballs that go astray occasionally, but you can't keep. Um, turning the ball over like he is doing at the moment, um, kicking inside 50. Um, before we talk about players maybe that, that didn't sort of impress, let's let's uh, let's talk some positives of players that did, did impress. I, th- I thought Harms, again, uh, had a great game, uh, racked up a lot of possessions. Um, you know, yeah, he's back, of, to, back to last yeah. year's 
output. Had a slow start to the year, but is definitely sort of back up there. So that's that's good to see. Uh, Gorney obviously uh, worked uh, hard all, all night. Um, we said Hunt was fantastic. I was extremely impressed with uh, Hall once again. I, I think we've really found someone there. Um, yes. You know, at times his kicking's not great, but I think he's marking. Um, he's, he's sort of marking everything. He's he's not afraid to sort of go for a contested mark in defence um, when he when he reckons he can mark it rather than punch it. So I'm loving that aspect. So we've really found one there, sort of plucked him out of nowhere because, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, really um, uh, seems to be sort of getting better each week, so uh, plenty of promise. I was I was impressed with sort of, um, well, most of our, our key backs. Um, I, I thought OMAC probably had his uh, his best game for the year. Uh, I know he's got a lot of detractors in Demonland and, and on the web in general, uh, but I, I, I was happy with him and happy with uh, Frosty as well. Um, I thought Frosty, that rundown, um, was fantastic. We run down, ran down uh, Petroselli, is that how you say Petroselli, yep. Um, but I guess that sums, <laughs> it sums, uh, Frost up. Uh, he did this amazing, uh, rundown and, and tackle, uh, and then kicked the ball out on the fall. So, uh... I mean, it was a four meter kick <laughs> that went off the side of his boot, almost backwards. How he managed to do that <laughs> is beyond me. But uh, yeah, as you say, that's, uh, that passage of play is Frost in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah, he had uh, he had a bit of a fumble on the goal line as well uh, that cost us. Um, but yeah, he, he's the playing. Game's probably he, done by then. Yeah, he's he's playing he's <coughs> playing well. Uh, Salem uh, again, you know, cleanest disposal in the team, and it's just I actually a, thought Salem had a horror. Oh, night. you did. I, I yep. thought uh, he was all right. <laughs> Maybe I saw something yeah. different. No, I thought he, uh, um, you're right, he's, yeah. he's been sensational here, but I thought he was just, uh, yeah, just... had a, a night he'd rather forget. Um, uh, a number of turnovers and um, missed, missed, uh, missed disposals. Um, yep, fair enough. Um, uh, what did you think of uh, the debutante, uh, Oscar Baker? Um Thumbs up from me. Um, his first two disposals were things of beauty. He's got a beautiful um, kick. He does. Uh, provided a fair bit of run in the night. Found himself in a number of chains, which was really good to see. Got caught a couple of times, which, you know, yeah. um, happens to debutons as they, before they pick up the speed of the game. But, yeah, there was definitely uh, a lack of awareness at times, uh, but that'll yeah. that'll come. That that's uh, via, someone mentioned, I think, on one of the threads. He had the VFL. I might have been George on the Adder in his report. Yeah, he had a the a VFL <laughs> level of awareness at times, but uh, a tick from me. Yeah, look, he'll get another game. Yeah, and I think Dazzle Davy might have made the point in the in one of the threads about him that um, he looks like one of those players who's who's going to be better at AFL level than he got to show at VFL level, where it's congested and, you know, the grounds aren't good, so it can get really muddy in the winter. Yeah. He looked like he enjoyed being on a nice, clean surface where where he could run and carry a bit. So, um, yep, one to watch. Um, I haven't been checking out the chat room. If you are listening to this live, get in the chat room, demonland.com slash podcast. Um, 
we do try to read it when we're, when we're not uh, distracted. But uh, Bin Man has mentioned, uh, that, uh, about, I'm assuming this is about Oliver, uh, that he's unconsciously releasing it too quickly to avoid contact uh, that might hurt his shoulders. Um, mm. and well, I that's think... David King's theory, not Bin Man's theory. No, no, but, sorry, yes. Um, but, yeah, that's interesting. But, yeah, well, it could be the case. And then uh, George, um, George has talked about the mid-season draft and... Um, Look, I, I don't know. He's saying, do we need another forward to cover our failings and needs this year or do we look to 2020 and beyond or both? I don't know what's well, out there so, and or how good they are. Well, no, look, I think, I mean, there's a question mark over Wiedemann and his fitness at the moment and exactly when he's going to be come back, coming back and just how injured he is. But, um, look, I, I don't mind Tim Smith as a backup Um and I know we discussed this a, a little bit earlier, but um, I, I think Tim Smith is not a bad option. Um, uh, he uh, usually provides a good lead. He provides a good contest. He's a good mark. He's, a, he's got a decent set of jukes. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sort of happy with the forward um, arrangement at the moment, although obviously they need to work on... We've got to kick uh, goals. That's that's a thing. Taking marks and up the ground or whatever, we've got to start uh, putting goals on the scoreboard. Because if we're not kicking goals, we're not going to win games. Um, yeah, I like Tim Smith. My worry he, he, with him, he always seems he goes in very hard. And he always sort of seems to get those contact injuries, whether it's the broken ribs, uh, mm. shoulders, the concussions. He just seems like one of those players that's always going to be. Uh, carrying one of those type of injuries. Uh, it seems not like him and Joel Smith, whenever yep. they come in, yep. they go off injured at some point in the game. That, that's so. right, and we can't afford that. I, I like him as a player. Um, that's just my worry because um, yep. if he's not there, he's not there. But I'm happy if he's fit to play him because he he, he can take a, a mark and he can kick a goal if he's taking them in close. Um, so, yeah, we've ticked to Oscar Baker. Um uh, the other guy, uh, Petty, played his second game. I, I was impressed. Um, um, have a look at his stats. I'm not sure he got a lot didn't of it, but uh, he didn't do anything bad. I'm happy to keep it. I think he had 10 possessions, uh, took four marks. Yep. It's in the right spot you know. a couple of times. Yep. And uh, good on him. Um, didn't have a great debut, but no. uh, definitely a much better outing second time round. So, um, yep. But I think when we were to, when we talked about that debut, <laughs> I think they probably shouldn't have played him then. I can't remember who it was at the time that we thought they should have played instead. Um, but it seems like it was not the right uh, game to play. Uh, it was probably you know. Frost, I think. Yes, yeah, might have been. People were calling for Frost to be yep. recorded at that stage, I think. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's hope he gets a good crack at it uh, in the coming weeks. Um, uh, Anyone else? Brayshaw. What's with Brayshaw? The continuing Is, mystery of Angus Brayshaw. There's there's the conspiracy theory at Demonland um, that maybe he's carrying some type of injury. We know in the preseason uh, he spent a bit of time in the rehab group. I'm wondering if they're managing him through something because they're not playing him so much in the middle playing him up hardly at all in the middle yeah so i don't understand he was front and center in the middle 
uh, just playing his best footy. He just doesn't at the moment. Even the expression on his face, and I know it sounds ridiculous to, to try and be judging something off the telly yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, he just looks disengaged from it all. I don't know um, what that is. He's 19 possessions, um, and uh, if we didn't have that helmet on, you might not have noticed him. Yeah. I mean, my theory last week was that he's disgruntled at being pushed out to a wing to accommodate Jones in the middle. But, but surely professional footballers not going to do that. I think we mentioned <laughs> that last week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, situation I, I there is. I don't know yeah, whether he's just in a, in a bit of a um, bad patch of form or... He could well be carrying something. It's yeah, look, absolutely... it could could just be form. Um, as I said, that that theory is not mine uh, in terms of carrying some injury, but I have read that. Um, if anyone's got any insight into that, uh, let us know. Um, John John Demonic. Um, John Demonic is not a great fan. It says if he's not in the middle, then he's trade bait. Not good. Ooh. Not suitable for wing, half back, or half forward. Hmm. Sorry to say. So. Um, yeah, and George on the outer has just said when he saw Brayshaw in Queensland, he looked very injured to me. So, well, uh, perhaps he is carrying something. We noticed we, we did mention it last week. There were a few uh, for Angus Brayshaw. There were a few half-assed sort of attempts to sort of tackle by just putting his arm out, and it wasn't yep. the Angus Brayshaw of 2018. That's for sure. So, um, don't know. I'm not ready to trade bait him yet, but because uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know no, what look, he can do. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, absolutely no way. Angus Brayshaw's best is very good football, and it's the same. I think there was a, someone started a thread about Jack Viney. Yep, I was um, going to bring him up next. Um, yeah, and his limitations, and I don't buy into that either. I, I remember the Jack Viney that played against Hawthorne in last year's semi-final, yep. and he was outstanding and. He, look, he might not be, um, you know, in the elite bracket of, uh, you know, top few midfielders in the league, but uh, when he's uh, got a clear run at it and playing his best footy, um, he's an extremely good player. So, um, yeah, he's another one who's, uh, you know, well, over two years now has been hampered by uh, injury um, and just hasn't been able to get a... A proper crack at it. Uh, Wells eleven, uh, the poster who 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 started that thread on Demonland. Uh, you know, he says he's a heart and soul player, clearly playing injured. Uh, whether those injuries are long term, perhaps career long, um, he doesn't know. But whatever the cause, his kicking has become a real liability. He gets neither penetration nor accuracy on his left anymore. Um, and then he says, let's face it, he never had really good on his right. Um, someone also mentioned he's getting very limited game time at the moment, uh, I think 69% or something. Yeah, I just find he's not getting a lot of the footy. Um, you just don't see him as much, uh, as much as you do when he's really playing well. He's sort of still seen getting, you know, getting in and burrowing in. Well, he does that, but he's getting caught a lot. tackled and... You know, it, it was good in that Hawthorne game uh, in the final when he's bullocking through and getting through and kicking it to Jonesy or whoever to get a goal. But uh, we're, we're not—he's not back to that uh, best best performance, and that no, could be because sure. of injury. 
um, and they're man- pretty managing the throw, but it seems we're doing that for a, a few players if the Brayshaw thing is right. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, B-Man in the chat room uh, says, Jeffy uh, worries me and uh, he's taking half steps and not committing to the ball. Um, See, the Jeffy one's a funny one because he kicked three goals. Uh, a lot of them were those over-the-top ones. So it's 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 one of they those things. They almost don't count. But they do in the end. He's, if he's kicking goals, uh, he's kicking goals. Yeah, but, but the, yeah. I mean, anyone else playing that role would be in the same position. And sometimes they're raffling it between five of them in the square. Yeah. Um, but look, he uh, he dodged the contest in the final quarter there yep. at the end. And, you know... You know you've dodged a contest when Bruce McAvaney, of all people, calls you out on it, <laughs> um, which they pointed out on one of the footy shows last yeah. night is an extremely unusual thing for Bruce to do it. So um, I just can't understand it with Jeffy. He's, uh, he's, like a lot of his teammates, lacks composure at the most important time and rushes kicks when he's got almost all the time in the world to either run in, um, or, or, you know, sort of steady himself. So, yeah, some of the misses are are inexcusable, really. There were a few times I noticed, he, rather than go for the contest, he, he just sat back and watched a, a West Coast player go up and take an uncontested mark. Um, so that's, yeah. that's not John enough. De, yeah, John Demonic says he runs to the right spots, but, uh, you know, there's no point in getting the ball and running to the right spots if you're not going to capitalise on it, and he's not doing that properly at the moment. Yeah. Um... DZF has asked for our thoughts on stretch, and I, I've, my judgment is in on stretch. Um, I, 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 I think he's done. I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's up to AFL standard, and I, it's, I opinion is divided on Demon Land because I noticed in the either in the game day thread or perhaps in the post-match thread, that some said he's played a solid sort of patch of games over the past few weeks. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, I thought his disposal was terrible the other night. He was guilty as much as any uh, as anyone else of um, uh, poor delivery into the forward line. He had um, one he nice kick. He did lay a really good tackle. And had one nice kick. I think it was Deviney. Um, but I think that's about it. I think if we had a full complement of players to choose from... Yeah, he wouldn't be in the team. He wouldn't be in the team, and that's what it comes down to in the end. And I think if we had a full complement, and uh, Jeffy might not be in the team either. Yeah. Would Bailey Fritch be still getting a run well, at the pe- moment? Well, people are not uh, not happy with uh, Fritter. Um, you know, he was um, sort of a cult... Also not happy. He was a cult hero last year, and uh, as Big Man <laughs> points out in the chat room... Uh, B-Man says, and Fritter is really suffering from second-year yep. uh, blues. Uh, so many missed targets and defensive lapses. I think he cost us late uh, in the game, uh, I think maybe once or twice. Um, B-Man says the mark on Maxi was down to him. Um, well, he was chasing uh, he was chasing Ryan and really didn't go the distance with him, and then there was the handball that got intercepted. But I just, I don't know why... Um, and, you know, maybe we'll see a change now with Lever on his way back. Um, but, yeah, but Bailey has, certainly hasn't had a good year. And 
was surprised that Goodwin's persisted with him down back. Well, that's yep. he showed so much promise. Uh, early on, um, up forward, and we're struggling up forward. So he played. This all... seems this seems logical to if they're not going to drop him, and we probably can't afford to drop him given, given uh, injuries stocks, yeah. and the like. Then yeah, shift well, him around. Yeah, let's let's make a move. Um, the defence this year isn't working. He, I thought he was good last year in defence, but he played all his time at Casey as a forward, like a leading forward, a marking forward. Let let's f- throw him down there. As maybe a leading forward, yeah, he, he can mark. We know he can mark. He's a skinny guy, but he can take a, a mark. So let's. Yeah, and I actually agree with John Demonic in the chat room saying that Fritch is finessing it too much and not kicking through, mm. and that might be right. He's just trying to make it too beautiful rather than um, going with his normal natural technique, which is excellent, as we know. Well, I don't think he's going to get dropped because if you have a look at how many players we had playing for Casey, um, yeah. I don't think... It's only the kids. You know, until we get that chunk of players back, which if all going well, um, perhaps after the, the uh, buy, we do get quite a few players back. I don't think we can afford to uh, drop him and I would uh, consider moving him to the forward line, as mentioned earlier. Yeah. Geez, 17% disposal efficiency in yeah, the that, first half. that's pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> it, and it wouldn't have cleaned up too much after half time. I wouldn't have thought. He, he had a poor night, poor old Bailey. Uh, yep, uh, he did. Um, anyone else we've, we've missed out uh, on, uh, on speaking about? I um, thought uh, Jonesy, second half, wasn't, uh, wasn't great. Uh, yeah, again, but, some of those mm. funny, dinky little kicks that that were just nightmares, really. You know, when you got the ball and you're running at the top of centre-half forward and, I don't know, yeah, happened a few times, but not the Lone Ranger. No, definitely not. Uh, if you do want to join us, 0390163666, uh, 0390163666, or Skype us, Demonland31. Got a couple people in the chat room. If you do want to chat to vent and uh, let us know what you think uh, about the game or any of the players, uh, please do so. Um, and... Um, well, that injury list is is certainly mounting. Uh, we had three players go down with concussion. I'm, I haven't heard anything since. I don't know how serious any of those concussions were. Um, we do have the nine-day break from, from the Friday game. Uh, have you heard anything? Are, are no. any of those guys likely not to play? No, I don't think there's been an update from Miso yet, so... A lot of people not happy with with Miso. Um, no, he, he's <laughs> he's uh, you know usually there's a player or two that has um, is the uh, is the Object poster projections. Yeah, you know that the, the one to bash and Miso's certainly copying it this year. And yeah. I, like I don't, I don't know, do you, do you, when you look, I, I saw someone said somewhere that both. Uh, Dean Kent and Jesse Hogan have played every game this year, or have played nine game, uh, eight or nine games this year. Um, there's only been nine games, so I guess that's every game. 
Uh, neither of those players probably had that strike rate when they were playing with us. Maybe Jesse, but uh, certainly oh, Jesse, not Dean. Dean Jesse yeah, was mostly himself. on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's a theory on Demon Land that because Miso's going at the end of the year, he's checked out. He's just sabotaging everyone. <laughs> I look, I doubt that. Purposely that's the case. trying to injure players. <laughs> um, I think Olasik even thinks that um, that the more injuries there are, the more money he gets or something. It's <laughs> part of his KPIs. That the bigger, oh, it must be that the bigger the rehab group is, um, the more money he gets. So. I would have um, thought it's the opposite. <laughs> the, the, the should be the le- the least pl- less players you have in that you you get uh, pay more. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Olasic that... has a way of turning these things on their head, but um, yes. So well, uh, well, this in, the injury list has has been updated earlier today when I um, linked to it in our show notes. It, it hadn't been updated. Uh, today's the twenty first, yet, but was on the fourteenth. So this is is current. Um, Mitch Hannon knee test, so I'm not sure whether he's going to play in the resis this week or whether he still has another week to go. Uh, Hibbard, they're saying with the collarbone only one week away, let's hope that's the case. Uh, Jeddah has gone down to seven to nine weeks, so he's still uh, far away, uh, almost in time for finals. Only be back for the final few games of the year. (laughs) Finals or uh, final few games? (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, no final not few it. games, um, final few finals. Uh, DZF has just mentioned in the chat room that the three concussed players didn't participate in main training today, but uh, did run laps, apparently. Mm. So, well, that's, that might be just... Um, Is that a good sign? That might just be uh, standard procedure after a concussion that they don't that they must get a certain amount of time off yeah. uh, from playing. I suppose if things were really serious, they wouldn't be running at all. So mm. movement must be good. <laughs> uh, Kennedy Harris is listed as uh, a test. Um, well, obviously it's, it's he's... been a reasonably quick recovery for a very nasty injury. Yeah, I think it was 12 weeks uh, at the beginning. Uh, we're nine, it's, it's 10 weeks cool. into the season. He did it in the f- Brisbane game, which was the second game so it's about the 12 weeks yeah so look he's certainly got to come through the twos um but i imagine if he plays all right he'd he'd be in line to get a game uh, depending on what happens with garlet in the next few weeks so keep your eye on that one uh another player that uh will probably be playing for his uh career once he gets back um uh kk still listed as to be confirmed now that's look that's got to be that's that's the worry it's a it's a worry um he was the steak knives in that deal um uh i don't the thing is he's actually was more than steak knives wasn't he well we were we were hoping that he would be more than the steak knives (laughs) no i mean i know he's been referred to that way but he was a good he is a good player in his own right um, a very high draft pick yep. in his year, yep. so yeah, um, not good news. At no, the uh, I don't know whether he's training at all. I don't know. You know, he's probably I running. Don't think but, so. uh, I don't think so. Anyway, what can we do? Uh, Lewis still a test. Uh, May one to two weeks. Now I thought I I, I think at the Hawthorne game uh, they said three weeks. What's that? That's we played two since then. Uh, you yep. would think then the next week, but he's still one to two weeks away. So we'll see what's happening there. Um, 
Melksham still three to four weeks away. Uh, so yeah, so we've got the Concussion Boys uh, all listed as TBC. So um, we'll see what happens there. Joel Smith come down to three to five weeks. Good to see. Um, Vanderberg with that ankle still TBC. And uh, Sam Wiedemann's the interesting one. Now this this is this is where it'll be interesting. Depends what um, do you think he'll play if he plays this way if he doesn't. If Wiedemann doesn't play this week, it's got to be a bit of a question mark on what's going on with this hip. Now, there was that uh, concern that, you know, uh, there was perhaps surgery needed to be involved. Obviously, they haven't gone down that route yet. But if he doesn't play this week in the twos, something's going on there that we're not being told about. Hmm. Yeah, look, no, uh, it, it'll um, we'll we'll know soon enough, yep, won't we? Yeah, we'll know. Uh, yeah, if he plays this week, great. That's that's great, <laughs> and let's hope he can get some form and get back into the ones. Um, but if not, worry. Uh, Binman says that uh, the website says that Hannon uh, will play VFL this week, so that's fantastic uh, news. Um, Gee, we could do with Mitch Hannon back in the forward line, couldn't we? Uh, he's exactly what we need at the moment, and I'll be looking forward to him coming back. And I like the idea of a Hannon and Hunt forward line. Yep, I do too. Two, you know, two buzzy players. Uh, we have a new um, uh, we have a new person reporting on Demon uh, Melbourne D's training. Um, the injury list has been compiled by Sarah Black. I don't know if you know Ben Guthrie, who used to go down to all the Demons and the Collingwood training sessions. He's no longer working at afl.com.au. Um, There's been a number of changes at afl.com.au recently, okay. including some very senior people. Very senior and experienced and talented people. Have you got a conspiracy theory bubbling there? Because <laughs> <laughs> no. that sounds like uh, that sounds like one. Um, yeah. So she has. Sarah Black has said uh, there was mixed news on the injury front as Jake Lever uh, made his uh, long way to return through the VFL last week, as did Corey Maynard. Uh, however, three players, Neil Bullen, Tim Smith and uh, Christian Salem, suffered concussions in the Lost West Coast. Uh, Lewis will once again be a test after failing to get up last week. And Melbourne will confirm its full injury list on Wednesday. So, OK, we'll know more. I think she's just compiled, uh, possibly uh, by looking on Demonland. Land. <laughs> 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 um, yep, interesting. Um Casey, did you? Um, I, I didn't see. Uh, were we on TV? I only followed it to the extent that uh, of knowing that the most important thing going into the game happened, and that is that Jake Lever played and got through unscathed. It's exciting. I mean, how long do you? Does he play? I, I he was on restricted time, I believe. I don't have. Um, statistics on how long he was on, but I just read somewhere that he was on restricted time on the ground, yep. but I don't know how much. Jake Lever got through his first game after an ACL and showed patches of his defensive brilliance in limited time on the ground. Yes, that was from Casey, from Casey's um, report. Yep. Um, they got thumped 
43 points. Um, all I'm seeing, Bedford and Proust kicked two. Kilty kicked one. Um, uh, I've got players? a feeling they were in the contest. Um, I think it might have mirrored a little bit like what happened on uh, on Friday night. Well, three goals From... down at three-quarter time, uh, up by a point at half time. Yep. Uh, and then uh, got... And then to, well, to lose by uh, seven goals in the end. Yeah, five goals uh, to one in the last quarter. So, yeah, pretty similar. Um, I'm just counting how many listed players we had. Uh, one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, nine listed players, and four of them uh, are first year juniors. Yeah, first year players who who wouldn't have got a game uh, anyway. So yep. really, of that of that there, Wagner, Proust, and Lever are the only ones at the moment that are, are probably likely to get a game. So, I mean, hopefully after the bye, we get a, a number of these injured players back and. Look, we we can't we can't talk. Uh, it, well, I guess now do we? Is is the season over? Is uh, it pa- in can terms we, of can making we, finals? Yeah, not mathematically. No, realistically, I, I don't think it is. Um, as I say, there was a, a bit of promise the other night, um, and a, a bit, you know, a glimpse of the demons of last year. So, if that continues in the next couple of weeks, then um, I'll be. I, I think we could have a promising finish to the year, and whether we make finals um, and even go deep in finals, or even if we don't, I think if we can finish the year strongly and get back to the type of form that we were playing at the end of last year, then uh, we'd go into next year with with a lot of confidence, um, even if this year does end up being a write-off. So, you know, not all is lost as um, uh, in as far as I can see. Uh, yeah, if we did make the finals, and for me it's still a massive if, it would be shades of 1987 uh, where did we win the last eight or nine out of our last ten games for the season? Scraped into the final five based on other results. Mm. We're on the um, last six in a row. We were six and ten uh, at round sixteen and won the last six. But um, yeah, look, we scraped into the finals plenty of years. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had to scrape in the year after, even though we made the granny. Um, we had to beat Carlton in the last round, if I remember correctly, uh, in '88 to to get to um, qualify. So. Um, yeah, I don't see the comparisons necessarily with '87, but uh, I, finals is is um, uh, finals is not out of the question. And as we saw last year, you only need to be playing your best footy at the right time of the year to make a serious impact. So anything's possible. But even if we were to miss, um, I'm still feeling pretty confident about the overall picture. It's hard to talk um, changes. Uh, for next week, particularly where we don't know the status of the guys who have concussions. Um, I don't think we have any other injuries uh, from the game, so I don't think anyone else will come out injured. But um, 
and as I said, I think we've only got three guys in the twos and uh, that are ready uh, to come in. Um, and, uh, so, and yeah. sorry, who are they again? Maynard. We, we got no, Bruce. not even Maynard. No. I'm not even including Maynard because he's just come Maynard. back. Wagner, Bruce Wagner, Bruce. possibly those two, and. Um, said it before but yeah I, uh, <laughs> well I don't know I don't think um, <laughs> I don't think we've got anyone uh, <laughs> to yeah. come back it's, will Proust come in given that he played pretty well look we're, we're up against Mumford who will will be rough with Max but I think Max can handle him uh, in terms of hit outs but does, does Max need a hand there uh, I guess that's the only um, question. Um, oh, Lever, Lever was the other one, but I doubt he. Lever, he's not going to play. Um, look, certainly, if Tim Smith doesn't get up, then uh, then Bruce will almost Bruce will almost certainly come in. You would have. Thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna come down to that. So other than that, I can't see too many wholesale sale changes. Um, no. I'm not sure and how the how the younger guys have been going. Sparrow got a few games early, so I'm not sure what how he's been going. But I'm happy to give those guys more time in the in the twos. Yeah, um, and look, I think Goodwin will um, will want to reward the positives that he saw the other yep. night. Um, we're limited in what we can do anyway, so it's he'd stick with the same com- combination as much as he can. Uh, Bid man in the chat room, I'm just reading something you wrote a, a little while ago. A remarkable number of Demonland posters with sports science degrees, and yeah, there are. Um, everyone's a, an expert. Um, yep. Well. Look, I, I <laughs> talked about whether we can make finals. I, look, it's not ready. I mean, there's that thread on Demon Land about looking f- towards 2020 and beyond, but let's not uh, let's not go there yet <laughs> until the season is well and truly done and dusted. No, and I heard them talking on Footy Classified last night. Craig Hutchison asked the question of whether Melbourne should write off this year and use it as, I mean, he didn't say, ta- well, it ended up being talked about as tanking, but, you know, to um, uh, get whoever needs to go off for surgery, although surely most of them have had their surgeries yeah, by now. we just do that? <laughs> but that Goodwin can spend this year working on the game plan and sharpening things and fine-tuning and refining and really have a crack at it next year. Um, so, yeah, there's still a lot to be gained from this year and... We do. We do need to refine our game plan and we do need to uh, perhaps completely overhaul the way we move the ball into the forward 50. Um, So there's lots to be gained from the remaining time, even if we don't make the finals. Well, let's hope there's no blind Freddies watching us um, if we're going to start going down the the T word, uh, which I don't think we do. Um... Did you have a look at uh, the Indigenous Guernsey uh, for this year, particularly the story attached to it? Love it. Yeah. Love both the story and the initiative by the club to do what they've done. Um, and yeah, they had I a... Really co- actually, I like the design of the Guernsey too, so... They had a, um, they had a competition um, yeah. uh, for it. 
which I thought was a, a good idea. Um, I think it's, it's simplistic in its in the design. There's not a lot happening, so it's not too busy. I think it's really good. Um, looks like a Melbourne jumper. There's no mistaking, obviously the colours, but uh, the you know the boomerang for the V. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, one of the. I've, I actually like most of the Indigenous Guernseys that we've come up with, but um, uh, yeah, I think this is a real winner. And I like what I really like what the club's doing um, in the NT and around Alice um, and uh, some of the uh, homelands and, and outstations there. I think the, the I saw the video that the um, the club put up uh, with the lady who designed it, and I really liked how she said she sort of looked at um, the other indigenous Guernseys we had worn over the last few years and sort of sort of incorporated sort of the design, some of the design aspects so yep. it's it's really nice being a bit of a flow flow on from year to year yeah so there's I a bit like of consistency that. to yeah. it and yep really yeah good. really like it um when are we wearing that when is is that for our nt game yes yeah so that's in two weeks isn't yeah it? we're playing adelaide i think we're darwin First Darwin up, first, yep. Yeah, and that we were Alice last year. So hopefully we can repeat the the, the drubbing we gave Adelaide, but uh, that's still mm. a, another week away. Although uh, that drubbing was in Alice. That was it? in Alice, yeah. Yep. Yeah. What's the weather uh, this time of year there? And are we playing that at night? A night game? I think it is. Got my uh, fixture right here. Uh, that is seven forty. Yep, at night. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, you're a, the conditions in Darwin are never great. So yeah, a bit wet. that was the Frio game last year, wasn't it? That was a slippery, yep. slippery game. Um, we kicked a lot of points. Here's game. a question for you: mm. Why are our players slipping uh, over so much? I, I think I said it early on in the thread. I think we're not wearing the right boots, but what do I know? I don't know what. Uh, Surely but they're not. Does Surely it not that's not the case. Does it seem to be happening all the time? Yeah, it happened. Well, uh, not I've, happening all the time. Th- that it's is happening well, it too happened, often. It happened last week against Gold Coast, uh, and I thought maybe it was because of the conditions. Uh, it happened in West Coast, and too. it happened Fritch in West fell Coast. Fell over a few times. We did it. I think Jones did it uh, Jones. a couple of times. In the, in the uh, I don't and know. Viney, I think as well. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I. I, I Loathe to say that it's the studs because you'd think that you know they know what they're doing, but mm. maybe they don't. I don't know. Anyone else uh, got a, um, a theory there? Uh, I don't know. Um, B man says that uh, that, that indigenous Guernsey, Guernsey we're wearing it for both NT games, and I, I think that's a good idea too. Um, not sure if we did that last year. Um, mm. That's a good uh, thing. All right, so um, anything else, uh, Mr. Grapeviney? Uh, playing a no. playing a Sunday game. Playing a Sunday game back to Sunday. It's been a while. Um, so yep, uh, D Zephyr says that uh, the website states we'll be wearing the Indigenous jumper this week against the Giants. All right. As well as the NT games, 
So mm-hmm. three times. They were wearing it almost it. more than our home jersey, <laughs> the regular. I think I read somewhere there was an Essendon supporter who wasn't happy that I think of the, and this was a few weeks ago, that of the six or seven games they had played, they'd had five different jumpers. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a definitely too much scene. now. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, different. Although games. this is definitely one I'd like to see retained if they're gonna, if they are gonna get rid of some of the theme jumpers. I, I like this one. Well, what do we have? We've got um, we've got our our way the light blue away Guernsey. We've got the red back. Uh, did we need to wear the red back this week? We played West Coast, uh, which has a blue jumper, I but don't it's a think light we blue. Did. No, we well we did wear the red back. Um, I can see now. I'm watching the uh, footage, um, oh, right. so we definitely did have the red red back on, um, which I don't mind actually, but obviously prefer. So we've got uh, red back. We've got disco. Disc, disco normal we've jumper. We've got indigenous. We've got the Anzac Guernsey. Yep. We didn't do the pink jumper this year. We had we that didn't pink do socks. Pink. Um, there we... isn't a jumper for multicultural round, mm. thankfully. I don't know how we'd how we would how we'd do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, and I like I we've said it earlier in the year. I still I love that training jumper. They've gone back to um, gone back to that uh, design that that MFC design, which I really like. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, well, we might uh, wrap things up uh, there. Um, so enjoy enjoy the footy. Do you think we can, do you think we can beat GWS? I'm a bit worried the the thrashing they gave Carlton. Um, no, well, I don't Carlton think we can were, compare us <laughs> to Carlton. Carlton were witches hats. Uh, Look, we did a really good job the other night of stopping West Coast's game. Um, we were set up, and for the most part, we did the hard work that was necessary to really close them down. And I think we can do that too. Um, uh, to any or most sides. Look, GWS are better than West Coast at the moment. West Coast were off the boil the other night and they were ripe for the taking. And GWS they've been, and won't they've been be off, so easy. West Coast have been off the boil of late as well, so they yep. had some form going in. GWS but are a much lower, tougher proposition. Yeah, but there's a question mark about them at the MCG. Are they prove that against Hawthorne a couple of weeks ago. So let's yeah. hope we can... But you uh, know that uh, I think they've only won twice at the MCG. You realise... Both against <laughs> us. Well, no, one was against us, but uh, and that was a large one too. I think that it was a, close to a 10-goal thrashing, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that, that'll be uh, it. Uh, thank you, um, Grapeviney. Um Thank you for listening. Thank you to the guys in the chat room um, with your comments and contributing to uh, the podcast. We'll be back uh, next week and uh, hopefully we can celebrate a win and not uh, not uh, have a wake uh, for our season. Um, see you next week. Go Demons!